Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now for our story. The custody suit between Bill Meade and his former wife, Kit Calvert, was drawing to its conclusion. Today, Angus McKillop had called his last witness, a witness Angus had expected to testify for his client, Bill. She was Jessie Calvert, Kit's stepmother. But at the last minute, Jessie had switched her story, had testified in Kit's behalf. Disappointed and disheartened, Angus had dismissed Jessie, who returned to her place beside Ben Calvert, her husband. In the pause which followed, while Farnsworth, the attorney for Kit, was preparing to call his own witness, an attractive blonde young woman quietly entered the courtroom and seated herself next to Aunt Mary Lane. It was Lily Devon, the young entertainer from Chicago. Now, Kit's lawyers called Ben Calvert to the stand. There is a buzz of interest from the crowd as Ben strides up and takes the stand. Raise your right hand, please. Do you solemnly swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God? I do. <coughs> All right, George. Let's get on with it. All right, you are. Um, uh, now, Mr. Calvert, you are the father of the defendant, Miss Kit Calvert, are you not? I am. I'm, uh, I regret to bring up a painful subject, Mr. Calvert, but is it true that your first wife passed away when your daughter was still a young child? Yes. And since that time, you have been your daughter's mother, you might say, as well as her father. You brought her up, in other words, reared her, chose her schools, looked after her physical and moral well-being to the best of your ability. Yes, I did my very best for it. Of course you did. Now, Mr. Calvin, I'd like you to tell the court, in your own words, the arrangements you made for your daughter and grandchild when she returned from California with the baby. The arrangements? Well, it was my idea, of course, that the logical place for Kit and her child was in my home, a place where the baby could have proper care. Naturally, I assumed at that time that her husband, Bill Mead, would appreciate the fact that he couldn't expect to bring her to the filthy shack he occupies at the auto call. Objection! Objection sustained. Mr. Calvert, unless you can prove the assertion you've made in regard to the condition of Mr. Mead's quarters, the statement must be withdrawn. Cleanliness is a comparative value, isn't it? According to my statute... Your Honor, I submit that Mr. Calvert is not a law unto himself. 
are qualified to pass judgment regarding the condition of Mr. Mead's home. I request that his statement be stricken from the record. So ordered. You may proceed in questioning the witness, Mr. Farnsworth. And try to keep your personal opinions to yourself hereafter, Mr. Calvert. This is a court of law in which we are gathered for the purpose of deciding on an objective basis the best interests of a young child. That's just what I'm getting at, Hiram. If the house a child lives in isn't relevant, I don't know what is. You're out of order, Mr. Calvert. Please remember to address the court with the dignity befitting it. While you are in this courtroom, you will abide by its rules. Ah, lot of poppycock. Ben, for the love of Mike, you'll only antagonize him. Well, he better not try to upstage me. If I want to, I can... Order, please. Proceed, Mr. Farnsworth. Uh, yes, Your Honor. Uh, Mr. Calvert, you were saying that you assumed your former son-in-law would agree to your suggestion that he reside in your house on his wife's return from California with their infant. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, please go on, Mr. Calvert. Well... On the assumption, as I was saying, that this fat-headed son-in-law of mine would realize... Mr. Calvert, if you can't limit your remarks to the facts, I'll have to ask you to leave the witness stand. Please, Ben. Good Lord, man, do you want to lose the case for us? Uh, please continue, Mr. Calvert. As I was saying, I thought Bill Mead would be sensible enough to see that the best thing was for my daughter to bring the child to my home. On this basis, I went ahead, remodeled several rooms upstairs. It's an independent apartment for them. <clears throat> including a bedroom, sitting room, bath and nursery, containing the very best modern equipment. You wanted your grandson to have the best <laughs> care money could buy, did you not? Exactly. I hired a registered nurse from Chicago, a woman who came with the very best recommendations. Although she... Uh, yes, yes. Uh, then, to put it briefly, you provided the last word in modern nurseries for your daughter's son. Can you tell the court, please, what else you did for your grandson? I mean... What provisions you made for the child's future? I certainly can. I established a trust fund in the child's name, ensuring his having the best possible education and schooling, and a sizable income on reaching his 21st birthday. In addition to insurance policies made payable to him. It sounds to me, Mr. Calvert, as if you've given your son's future, your grandson, rather, a great deal of thought and attention. You are darn right I have. I've done everything in my power to protect that child, to give him every advantage. And this... This thundering young fool thinks uh, Mr. he can... Mr. Calvert, your testimony has been most valuable. Thank you very much. That will be all. You mean you dragged me all the way up here just for that? I haven't half said what's on my mind. Thank you very much, Mr. Calvert. <laughs> Next witness, Mr. Farnsworth. Uh, Miss Kit Calvert. Kit Calvert looked very fragile and pathetic as she seated herself facing the spectators after giving Judge Willoughby a faint, shy little smile. Raising her right hand, she was sworn in by the bailiff, responding to his question with a quite pathetic, I do. I just want to ask you a few questions, Miss Calvert. I hope you'll forgive me if I find it necessary to delve into the uh, more personal aspects of your life. Unfortunately, it may be necessary to... Why, uh, of course, I, I understand, Mr. Farnsworth. Go right ahead. Thank you. Uh, Miss Calvert, first of all, I'd like to ask you why it was you went all the way to California, thousands of miles away, to stay during your, well, that is, to live while you waited for your child, alone, without friends, at the very time when a woman is most in need of the comfort and warmth of her husband's affection and that of her family. Why did you go, Miss Calvert? Well, you see, Mr. Farnsworth, it's, it's rather a difficult question for me to answer, but... I'll try. Take your time, Miss Calvert. 
No hurry, you know. My husband, Bill, had been getting more and more quiet and, well, irritable, too. He, he seemed to be unhappy. He seldom talked to me. And when he did, and I, I knew something was bothering him. Finally, I begged him to tell me what it was. I, I told him perhaps we could work it out together if, if, if we talked it over. And did Mr. Mead tell you what was on his mind? Yes, he did. What was it that caused him to treat you so harshly? Objection. Objection sustained. Delete the word harshly. Well, suppose we put it this way then. Miss Calvert, you say your husband became silent, refused to talk to you, and so on, and finally you prevailed upon him to tell you the reason for his behavior. What was that reason, Miss Calvert? Bill said that, that he didn't love me, that our marriage was a failure. It, it meant so much to me. I, I thought if I went away while the baby was coming, give him a chance to, to think things over, maybe it would be possible for us to go on. And so you went all the way out to California alone? Yes. And when you came back from California, what happened then? The night I came back, Bill told me. He said he hadn't changed. That he didn't want to live with me ever again. That he wanted a, a divorce. And did you agree to divorce him? Yes. Much as it hurt me, I, I felt it was best since he felt that way. But that's why... That's why I've been so upset about his wanting the baby. He's all I have now, Mr. Farnsworth. My son. There's nothing, no, no reason for going on. He's the only reason I have for living. <laughs> Bill Mead had sat through his ex-wife's testimony with an expression of wonder almost of horror on his face. How could she, he asked himself. How could she sit there and lie as she had done? Tell a story full of distortions, half-truths, and downright deceptions after taking a solemn oath to tell nothing but the truth. But the damage was done, he told himself bitterly, and there was nothing in the world he could do about it. <laughs> 